Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Billy Spitfire. What? 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 Billy Spitfire what? Unlimited. What? By yeah. chance, yeah. I'm, we came I'm, in I'm and Billy was him. here and he's like, hey, yeah. I'll do the podcast. I'm like, damn straight, you will. All right, Rob, you're up. Rob Chafe. You're Rob Chafe. Michelle. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now we love, wow. we love Billy's having here Rob and it's here. like wow. We love having Rob here. Hey Rob, could you go get us some drinks or something? Sure. Anything else you need? Yeah, some burgers. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back in an hour. Biasing while we're doing the show, if you don't mind. Wow. <laughs> Who are you, Todd? Hey everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. We are thrilled to death that you're listening to our show. We yes. got a full table. I love a full table. Yes. Especially with people I like. And Rob. So, oh, just man. keeps on going. <laughs> wow, I thought I was going to be the brunt yeah. of that joke. <laughs> wow, I got both barrels unloaded already. Yeah, <laughs> rude. No, uh, legitimately, everybody. We, Rob is a gem, and we value him greatly. He's and, a diamond in the rough. And we actually do like him. See, if you were just nice in the first place, you wouldn't have to give these disclaimers afterwards. <laughs> That's just, it's not It's, it's not you. I know, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, do we have a, a, a we guest do. today? We do. We have a, we've got a guest. I'm very excited to introduce, uh, well, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Dries, who are you? Hi, I am Rolf Ruiz. I am pretty much Spicy Pedals, and I am streaming from Dallas, Texas. All right, Rolf Ruiz of Spicy Pedals. Uh, now, I know many of you are, are quickly opening your Instagram, and you're going to go check out well, Spicy Pedals. What the what? Right? Um, this is another one of those things where I, I'm scrolling around, I'm scrolling around, and I see something, and I'm like, what's this? And follow the follow the little rabbit down the hole, and now Ralph is here. So I'm stoked that you're here. I'm super happy to be here. I'm super grateful. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, now, if you haven't managed to find Ralph's uh, Instagram here, where can people go to see what you're doing, Ralph? Uh, they can find me in X, previously Twitter, as the Spice Pedals. In Instagram, and I'm on Facebook and on Reddit as well because that's pretty much the place where I started to learn everything. Uh-huh. And uh, and they can find us on spicypedals.com. Perfect, perfect. Uh, we are going to dive into the world of spicy pedals uh, in just a little bit. And as you know, as you've listened, if you're listening for the first time, oh boy. This is going to be totally new. How about that? That's what I can promise. This is going to be a brand new experience for you. Um, yes. Something else we can promise. Um, well, Tony, tell Rob what what uh, we do on the show. Well, Rob, so you can know for future reference. Yes, Tony. On this podcast, we like to discuss gear. Mm. When I say gear, I mean boutique gear mostly. And that's things like guitars, amps, pedals, accessories, all the good stuff. Yes. Rob, do you have any questions on what the what we're going to be doing tonight? No, I think I pretty much got it. Th- <laughs> thanks for the description, though. Oh, but Todd, I wasn't sure what I was in for. Yes, Todd, yes. we also do 101s. We do. Where we learn very lots of information. That's Very, yes. very yes. lots thanks, of Jared. information. This, this is not a grammar <laughs> podcast, <laughs> obviously. Uh, 
Hey, by the way, Jared, where he's out there in the world tonight. We miss him as always. Uh, but you know, anytime he's around, he'll come dipping in. But he's not around tonight. Um, Rob, so we we just did those two amazing Marshall. We're still getting comments on the Marshall One Hundred and One, which thrills me to cool. no end. And uh, but last week we decided we're going to do a third one. What is that third one, Rob? Yeah, we're going to like uh, check out companies that have. The Marshall theme, Marshall circuit, and you know the inspiration. Yeah, what's up to, with to, the Marshall clones, right? Yeah, yeah. clones, so to speak. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and more so like you know the next, uh, yeah, the, the next iter- gen. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Where they We're went doing from great. the Marshall. You're doing great. You're doing great. Right. Uh, what would some of those other brands be? Uh, Ignator, mm-hmm. Friedman, yep, Bogner. yep, it's a handful. Lee Jackson probably got to be thrown in there. Metropolis, yep. All kinds of things like that. We're going to get into, like, you know, yes, those are out there. And just like anything, there's people who say, hey, I'm going to do my version of that. But they've turned theirs into a full-blown business. Yeah. Like, it's a sub-industry. Yeah, and those are obviously the big guys. Like, There's a bunch of people out there doing onesies here and there, but they're doing numbers. Yeah, big numbers. We do big numbers here at the Marshall Clone Factory. (laughs) Hey, <laughs> anyway. we should do Marshall. Hmm, let's see if it's taken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hey, Rolf, uh, just out of curiosity, what kind of amp do you play? I have an orange. It's a TH Terry. Aha. Great amp. We thought about doing a 101 on orange. We still might. Or, yeah. Um, I think we could fill up an entire episode explaining what the little thi- the little symbols? drawings mean. I, yeah. I, you know, I think if you have to have those little drawings explained to you, then you you have a head injury. I mean, because they're self-explanatory. <laughs> right. Billy's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just thought that was like lines. little Indian language. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like somebody trying to capture the, a Native American. The graphic you know. of like a speaker with a lot of lines coming out of it. That's... Right. Yeah. Right. Volume. They what had those mean? back in the days of yeah. Moses too. You know? they, yeah. Like, they have the hieroglyphs. So you know the the, yeah. the one guy that he's got his right. foot in front of the it. Egyptians. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then both of his hands are covering his ears. Right. Yeah. That's the volume one. <laughs> I thought uh, that was the one that was listening to you guys. play, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, hey, uh, while we're talking about TH30. Yes. Hey, uh, Rolf, um, check out my YouTube channel, and I've got a couple of videos on there from a modded TH30 I did. It's pretty cool. I add a, um, let me think about this. I add a three-band EQ to the dirty channel and a mid-range to the clean channel. Nice. Sounds fun. It makes it, because I like the dirty channel, but you know, there's just that one sweet spot where it's the balance between everything on the, whatever it's called, uh, tone. That's my middle name. And what symbols yeah. did you use Sweet for spot. your modifications? I right. left them unmarked, Ooh. so you had to figure it out on your own. I mean, oh it's, it's pretty selfish. I mean, he drew a bunch of little pictures. Order. Yeah, nice. yeah, me drawing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, check it out. It's neat. Very Talk. cool. Can, actually, you, can you imagine actually, if you did open up the schematic and it, and it was all like little pictures? You're like, what? <laughs> oh, dear. I think if you get Speaking of an orange, <laughs> an orange modded by Rob, he actually has to come out and show you how the knobs work. That is true. Yeah. No, Why is that? <laughs> because he won't, he will not put the special symbols on there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess I could start doing that now. I'll start doing that. 
Okay. And actually, I'm going to have to have you make up what the special symbols are, though. Oh. I like that. Mm. Hey, speaking of that, I'm, I'm just going to pull off the side a little yeah. bit here. Tony, yeah. you, uh, you do pick guards. You do custom pick guards. Uh, Amazing that, yes. custom pick guards. You've done basically all of ours and all, so many more people's. Yeah, I think that's a fair um, assessment. Do you, out of curiosity, get asked to do um, like plexi covers or. You know, like on uh, on um, control panels, uh, three oh, monkeys, like, amps, like the, the you know yeah. kind of fancy ones like that. I haven't done a lot of them, but I have done some, and you know they're um, the the process is a little tricky because you know, typically if I'm doing something like that, I'll have vinyl lettering cut and put that on the back side of clear plexi, and then shoot lacquer over the back of that. Uh-huh. Um, if in a larger scale operation, you would screen print on the back of clear yeah. and shoot lacquer over the back of that. So for onesie twosie kinds of things. So as long as the lettering doesn't get too small, I can do that. And I've cool. done it before. All I've right. done some name plates for people. That's cool. Hmm. I like that. So if you uh, have an amp that hmm. you can do that with, like say you want to put something cool on your Hughes and Kettner instead of the, you know, clear thing, you could do that. You could <laughs> put a five-ply black on it or something. For context, there's three guys just staring at Todd right now. What? Why is that? Okay. This happens. It happens occasionally. So, you know, the clear ones. Hughes and Kettner's all, all cut out. And, yeah, well, and those tubes. Yeah, those actually, they were... Todd's uh, using hand signals to describe were, this right now. It they were a lot etched. like the things on Yeah, you just take it out and put something new on it. Yeah, but they were etched, so, and then the, the glow from the tubes yeah, would Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get light that. Them up. LEDs. Put something so. solid over it instead. Mm-hmm. Hughes and Kettner, there are LEDs, I work on them. There are no LEDs in Hughes and Kettner. Bet me. Oh, wow. You're, ta- you're, you're betting that up against the guy who repairs them? I wouldn't even do <laughs> please, that. Please, please, <laughs> let's make it something good. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Oh, he yields. <laughs> the gentleman to my left yields. Damn All it. right. Uh, we're going to get rolling here with this. Uh, Rolf, you uh, hang on tight, okay, pal? Um, All right. We're going to just cover a quick announcement, which is we're going to be giving away a brand new car. Oh, thanks. Price is right, but no. Um, what we are going to be giving away is uh, one of our recent guests, Ralph Gottschalk. Oh, Ralph. Ralph Not Ralph. Not Ralph. This is Ralph. This is Rolf. This is Rolf. Not Ralph. That's right. It's not Ralph. <laughs> Who's Ralph on first? Gottschalk. <laughs> Gotchuk. Man, now I'm all tongue-tied. <laughs> Ralph Gotchuk of Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Yes. He said he would love to give away a brand new Fuzzland. He oh. actually reserved one. He's all completely sold out of them. And he pulled one back and he said, I want your listeners to have one of these. So we're going to be giving that away. We just gave away the uh, Hello Sailor. Rangemaster, and we gave away oh, I know, the. I missed that. I know it's super uh. cool, and we gave away the uh, Daredevil hype. Hype. I wanted one of those too. Yeah. So hey, here we go. Get so get ready for that. We'll be putting that out real soon. That's everybody. cool. Uh, anyways, what's going on in our music world this week? We got a lot to talk about. Yes. We're gonna start off with Tanya. Yes. And then we're gonna check in with Rolf. Well, Todd, as you know. Our good friend Jared came up from Nashville, Music City, to uh, to go to eat an OSU pizza. game. Oh, what? And uh, Friday night we went out to eat 
A whole pizza. Yeah, which <laughs> is hilarious because he, he, uh, he's he got a really low heat tolerance. So, uh, oh. Rolf, you, you would have fun with him. Uh, okay. He got an elote pizza. Half of the pizza was elote. Street corn. Oh, street corn. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah, and it had jalapenos all like over it. And oh, Tony and I were just geez. looking at him like, what are you doing? Oh, you just hot. He took oh, one this is bite oh. and instantly was just hiccuping nonstop. <laughs> 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 and, 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 you know, he's hiccuping. He's he's a big dude. He's a really big dude. Six, seven, three, sixty, something like that. Yeah. And he's got a he's got a giant mouthful of pizza that the person's coming up and is like, oh, can I help you? And he's trying to talk through his the his heat mouth, his his stuffed mouth, and his hiccup, and it was just it was too much fun, too much fun. We love Jared. That's what I'm making for uh, Thanksgiving next week, by Jared? the way. Jared, street corn on a stick. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, street corn with oh, jalapenos. Nice. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you're gonna have to yeah, get yeah, like a yeah. rear axle. That was a special request. Put him on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, be nice to Jared. He's what? That's, why is that? Jared. I'm just I'm just talking about logistics. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, you're such so a go cannibal. Ahead. Go ahead. Well, anyhow, Saturday night after the football OSU football game, Jared came back and he was just in time to see Saturday Night Live. And um, and so the music guest was Boy Genius. I've never heard of them before, um, but um, you know it was, it was three young ladies in the front, and it was an all all female band. I do know who you're talking about. Okay, well. I'm glad you do. Thanks, Rob. I know exactly what you're so talking about. So I, after their first song, I mean, it was cool. They were playing, like one play was playing a Ricky 37012, a mm-hmm. couple of tellies. And I said, well, I mean, okay. It was it was an okay song. Like Bananarama. Uh, it was no Bananarama. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyhow, and we, we, as we say, wisdom from the mouths of babes. Yes. Well, in this case, the babe would be Jared. Uh-huh. And he said, well, I don't care what they sound like, but they were all playing guitars, and that makes me happy. Oh, yeah, Jared. That's so that's, that's that was... That's and, very jared And that was yeah. a very good point, because yeah. all all three of these young ladies were, uh, were yeah. playing different guitars. The second time they came out, one was playing a BC Rich, and there was a Gretsch and a... Uh, Strat. And, and so it was cool. So to have yeah. a guitar... Driven band. That's right. Um, I think is a good harbinger for maybe the guitar industry. Maybe more and more bands are going to start playing guitars again instead of. Wait, we already are. It's just that it's buried by garbage music. Yeah, it's just not top forty here in the U.S. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Billy, we're, we're out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're out You're there. You're doing the, the garbage cost, you music. Know, you know. No, <laughs> no. We're the big band leaders of our day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See. All right. Tommy Dorsey. See. Rolf, what is going on in your music world this week? Maybe, and if you can make it not about the pedals that you're building, that's even that's a bonus. Okay. Okay. Well, it's kind of part of that because I am trying to create uh, a schematic for a chorus pedal. And part of doing that is like listening to a lot of music, and uh-huh. a lot of music that I have never listened before, and which is a lot. Um, so I, I randomly let YouTube take me to different places, and and suddenly I arrived to a video that was called the 
something like the mysterious or magical Peruvian uh, psychedelic cumbias. And I was like, what? Cumbia. What is that? Peruvian psychedelic cumbias from the 60s. Okay. So uh, yeah. I, I went in, I went into that video and it was very interesting. The sounds, the sounds were very particular. And it's, a, it's an interpretation of an era in a place that is way far away from everything that I knew. So that was a very interesting <laughs> trip. And they they had like, they sell a lot of a subculture and a following that's like uh, very, uh, very passionate about the topic. So I had a lot of fun digging into that topic this week. That's cool. Are you checking out other new, uh, like maybe modern uh, bands that employ a lot of chorus? Um, well, most of the music that I used to listen didn't use chorus per se. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was I, in my in my early days. I was more, like more uh, more metalhead, and yeah. uh, and I and I like a lot of speed metal and stuff like that. And and lately, I'm trying to discover the meaning of tone and the meaning of sounds and the meaning of textures. Yeah. So I, I tend to go back to the, to the stuff that I missed when I was younger yes. and, and discover those, those sounds. So, so I cannot mention any particular new band that comes to mind. I can send you a list that you should check All out right. that, that is yeah. specifically really like kind of keen it. on chorus. Yeah. I can help okay. you out there. Nice. Thank you. Um, and one of which is our pal Jeff Schroeder, who's in um, one of his er, his earlier um, bands, Alassi Foundation. They used oh, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. That's a great record. I have that one at home. Yeah, and um, that that's uh, super solid. And Rob just did a. Uh, he, he likes dogs. He lives with dogs, and he just did a dog <laughs> collar shake I did. on it with his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like threw me right off here. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> um, pop there. He's got fleas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's one. Um, and actually, you know, I was really excited about this. I accidentally stumbled on a band called Actors, A C T O R S, that I'm not. I was never familiar with, and I love it. It's really cool. It's, um, hmm. I guess, for lack of better terms, it's it's kind of like um, it's dark. You could classify it as dark wave, but it doesn't sit there. It's almost like if Queens of Stone Age approached that genre of music. It's got a great range, and it's very it's band driven. It's not just you know. I'm sitting back in the synthesizers, you know, and okay. lots of reverb and stuff. It's really, really good stuff. I've, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Huh. Um, so I was going to bring that up anyway. Well, look at that segue. Ta-da. Nice. Uh, all right. Billy. I just dropped my pick. I, now I can't think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your guitar week? Yeah. <laughs> I got okay, this pick. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, you sounded like a street tough in Chicago or something. I just popped my pick. I can't think. <laughs> yeah, so, um, geez, um, all kinds of things, but one of them is that um, I bought the very first um, 30 years of rock pedal produced especially for Music Go Round. Oh, really? 30 years of rock. It's their repeater pedal. 
I bought it thinking, well, okay, this is a you know an updated version of my old Ibanez analog delay, which is like an Emerald Echo, which is you know. Yeah, those sometimes they work. Yeah, they sound great, especially if you're playing clean. But sometimes, in the context of a band, you know, it gets gets a little muddy or whatever. Anyway, this thing uh, is amazing. Um, wow. Who's, yeah, who's, who's I making mean, it you would him? think it's just you know, it's just okay. It's just any old simple delay, but it's it's just really really nicely done. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's uh, made by. Um. <laughs> It's made by Velcro. I have the box out in the car. I can't remember. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get there. So, so it is it somebody that? local? Oh, man. You had them on the show. I did? Yeah. Um, well, this is very exciting now. Okay, you're going to have to, like, should we something. Should we go through? Run out there while, while Rob okay. does his. <laughs> let's, let's go through okay. a list of okay. all the pedal boards. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We only have 300. Yeah. 300 at a time. No, you go. You go. Okay. We'll, keep, right. we'll keep going. Right. We'll keep going. All right. All right. All right. All right. While, while we wait for Billy to, to run out there, don't forget to stretch. You're going to hurt yourself, Billy. Uh, Rob, what's going on Rob, in your yes. musical world this week? Well, I'm currently looking at this Give pedal this that thing. Billy brought in. Oh, oh my God. Squirrel! Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what am I? Oh, um, <laughs> um, my pedal uh, extravaganza continues. Oh, yes. yes. Well, not about what you're thinking about. I guess oh, no. Else. That's, yeah. Um, I, I don't think I did. I tell you I had a, a Nobles natural overdrive come through. Yeah, you did. Okay, did I tell you the, on the podcast? Am no, I you didn't. Jared? Okay, I just told you personally. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, you did. So, yeah. So I had an actual original Nobles ODR-1 come through, and uh, I hadn't played on an original. I those on, are expensive. Those are very expensive. Yeah, and the guy was uh, just, uh, he was concerned about sending it they in the re- mail. just re-released that too, by the way. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, who knows if it's the same yet. Well, it's somebody probably does. not. Somebody probably compared it. It might but. be. It's all on Great one commentary, chip now. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I had one of those come through. I have to play test it, of course, when it's done. Yeah. And um, yeah, it has it, the it's it's real. It it's, does the, a thing. There's there's a certain thing that is because I played several knockoffs clones. Yeah. And I just got one of the um, Keeley Noble Screamer, uh-huh. which is supposed to be Tube Screamer and and the Nobles thing. So I put in the Noble setting and I was like, yeah, it's all right. And then I. Plugged in the natural overdrive, the actual Nobles original. Yeah. Way different. Yeah, Way different. Really? Probably has something to do with the size of the box. Yeah. yeah. And one's out or of the made out plastic, I think, and the other one's metal. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so so where I'm going with this, so I, of course, I couldn't keep the guy's ODR1, and I'm not going to spend whatever it is, $1,200, $1,300 for one of those you know original Nobles. So I did the next best thing. I bought a Nordland. I thought you were going to say you open it up and just copy the... No. <laughs> no. Too much effort. Okay. Nordland, yeah. <laughs> the guy who, I guess, designed the original... Brilliant. ...has released his... It's not a straight-up copy, though. It's kind of cool. He's come out with two versions that have extra features on them and mm. little tweaks. Ah. Because the original only has a spectrum knob... Yes. ...for tone. And, and it's cool, but, eh, you know, it does some things. So um, he's come out with one version. The one I got has a mid-range control and a... Um, is it the same kind of form? Because the, no, the no, nobles no. are the you know kind of like a boss style. Thing. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like a, in a regular fifteen ninety box, um, like you would find in you know MXR or whoever. Yeah, um, yeah Nordland, the uh, that one right there. Yep. Got it. 
So it and yeah, and I've I've just had maybe an hour to play with it, but uh, yeah, it's very cool. It is much more musical than the other. It better um, be. It's three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, there's For no. There's no a tube screamer. It's only sold direct. Just kidding. Just kidding everybody. Yes. Yeah, don't throw. Don't put down your rocks. It's um. It's only sold from Nordland, and the guy is in Germany. So anything you see on like Reverb or anything, there's no dealers in the U.S. So they're used. If you Got buy them it. straight from him, conversion everything, and if you don't have to pay transaction fee, I think mine landed was like two forty. Really? Two fifty maybe. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's. I mean, it's still a little pricey pedal, but so, yeah, it's yeah. not three and a half. And as we always do, we say, look. Yeah, buy it from the pedal. if you can, yeah. and that means if they're available, and if you have the means to do it, buy directly from the builder. Everybody, that's what keeps them going. Um, and we need our builders out there. Sometimes you just can't because either they don't make them anymore right. or it's just too dang expensive and musicians, it, you know. And this is a backwards case where it's cheaper to get it from the manufacturer. I don't know why mo- more people don't do it. Maybe they think buying from Germany, it'll show up in like six months or something. Yeah. But it was here in less than a week. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So anyways, but yeah. It, Very cool. Great pedal, Nordland. All right, and that is the, the Nordland ODR... Uh, C. They make the C and the C plus. And the C C plus. Yeah, I'm sorry, the C C plus. What's the what is the difference? Dif- uh, he he changed the control. So the C has, I don't know, mid range and a something else, a comp control, and mm. then the C C plus I think is a three band EQ, mm. and the comp yeah, control. Yeah, bass mid yeah. spectrum, and then the Nordland C. I don't I think it has say, a bass I want to say Nordland like Peter. Peter. Nordland. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. actually not. That isn't. That he no. has a CC plus then. Right. Oh, misnamed yeah. reverb entries. Anyways, so point anyways, is, oh, yeah. here it is. Check There's the C. Uh, the CC has five knobs. The C has four. Yes, and this, but the CC plus has one little knob and the C has two little knobs. Yes. They're okay. actually all, different. All Just the check different it out. Things. Just go Just, visit yeah, You go do this yourself. This is the Nordland podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for doing that. I, we also, maybe next week, can hear next about we'll your talk about, yeah. clone, Clonny. Yeah, because we're still continuing on that. Uh, extravaganza. Billy. I got the answer. You got Major. the answer. <laughs> You'll uh, be happy this, about this. Okay. this. This pedal is made in Atlanta, Georgia by Acorn. Hey, all right. Oh, yeah. Our pal's Acorn. That's really cool, yeah, man. Yeah, and they got some clever labels on this thing, too. So, like, uh, you know, Music Around is about... Recycling recycling your gear, right? So they have uh, the controls include the reuse knob, Mm -hmm. which controls the delay time, the recycle knob, which controls the number of repeats, the rock knob, which controls the volume for for a wet dry mix, Uh and then the foot switch. And something I really like is that the uh, indicator light is at the top. So when I play live, mm-hmm. I mean, I use these things live. Yeah. So when I step on a pedal, I like mm-hmm. to be able to see, yeah, you know, the exactly. Light, you know, mm-hmm. so anyway, it's, it's just a, a heavy duty pedal and I love it. That's I'm fantastic. I'm using it on leads. And, I did not know that that was being made. Know. I did not either. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Acorn's so. Instagram is awesome. Oh yeah. He's, it, have it, you it, seen the, uh, the uh, Illinois capacitor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. It is great stuff. Okay, well, um, as for me, ladies and gentlemen, since all of you asked out there politely, but none of these mugs did. Hey, Todd, what's going on in your music world this week? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tony. Nobody cares. I picked up 
at, at Music Go Round. Oh my! I picked up plug, plug, the plug. Stone Deaf PDF two uh, on a trade, and uh, you know what I traded? The speaker that I've mentioned. <laughs> oh, yes. the, the Neo Danium speaker is in use out there somewhere oh, in the world. Okay, and uh, now I have the PDF two. The PDF two is a uh, I guess how they it's a parametric drive. Is that and being by Adobe? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I they are now making pedals too. Uh, maybe it's uh, it. parametric drive fuzz. Maybe that's what it's called for, or called. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, it has. Uh, you can run it clean or dirty, and 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 in this case, what was really neat is that I, I wanted to try a different because the actual the dirt sound in this is really cool. Hmm. It's 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 good, but I was like, I need a little bit more juice, so I plugged the Fez. My the fez pedal that we made into this um, ran it clean, so I can still use the frequency, the height. So it, you can control the height of the wave and the frequency of it, which is really neat. Right? Did I say that right, Rob? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still getting over that you needed more than the distortion pedal could well, give you. So. Well, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's also different. This is a more much more like a woolly fuzz. Uh, the the gain knob gives you that, and I needed a little bit more bite, so that's why I switched that one off. Nice. Um, and then it has this really cool um, rotary switch that goes from thin to fat. Tons of possibilities here. This was kind of, I guess, made famous as like the Queens of Stone Age in a box mm. vibe. Um, nice. So there's loads of... Mm. Demos that that mm. go like oh and here's here's this setting this is this song here's this setting this is this song, I, I mean I don't necessarily think that that is exactly true what this is but they did get there there. Hmm. there so one more there. time, who is it and what is it? This is the Stone Deaf. They're out of the UK, I believe. The Stone Deaf uh, PDF two. Now the two uh, has an, the extra. I think it's the extra gain switch. That kind of really made it like, woo, here we go. Um, anyways, pretty cool. And it's in a really, it's at a super heavy duty, big uh, slant clamshell kind of housing. Mm-hmm. It's, and you can, and there's an expression output on the back too that I would assume controls the, well, I don't know what I assume it controls. I have to look at that. <laughs> I was wondering where I was going with that. that. I bet it's the, like the frequency. Uh-huh. I bet it controls the frequency. That's what I'm guessing. Anyways, pretty cool. Does it have room for a battery inside? It might. Yeah. Yeah. I op- I think I did open it up uh, already. I got it, and I just started playing it right away. So anyways. Nice. Pretty cool little thing. Uh, you know, and the, the, the neatest thing about that is that I fortunately had a box full of the tour gear designs patch cables that i had that i wasn't currently using mm-hmm. because this is a, this is a bigger pedal yes it is and i need i was like whoa i gotta swip, swap a couple cables out and fortunately i had those and uh the good thing is i had it in a in an s shape to go oh. into my switcher yes so uh ladies and gentlemen if you need a better way to stitch your pedals together. Stitch. I highly recommend Tour Gear Designs patch cables. Why don't we call it? Do so. Let's call them stitch cables instead. No, no. I think we'll stick with patch because that's what they're called. But anyways, and the best part about them, 
aside from the, the all of their different varieties that they make lengths lengths and shapes and flatnesses everything, uh if you go to Tour Gear and you put all of them into your uh, shopping you know, cart, shopping cart, thank you, and you put your code, coupon. thank you, I'll, thank you, I'll finish <laughs> that for you, code. your coupon code, which is the guitar knobs, all one word. You're going to save how case. much, Tony? Right now, you're going to save fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. They raised it. They raised the roof. Yes. So there is absolutely zero uh, reasons for you not to go do that. Load Highly up your cart, it. put in the coupon code. You will be very, very happy when you get your package in the mail yeah. and you start using them. Indeed. They are good. Thank you so much for Tour Gear for sponsoring our four on the floor. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right, Rolf from Spicy Pedals. What is your four on the floor? So uh, all of these are pedals that I, I really wish someday I can have my hands on them because they are really cool and they have so, a lot of meaning to me. Okay, so the first pedal is the Goblin Mage Fuzz by Dogman Devices. Uh, this is a single man operation. It's a black-owned business. Uh, he's from Ohio. Actually, oh, oh. wait, what? How yeah. do we not know this? I don't know. You're on top of I, this, aren't you? I think he's been living in several places and now he moved his business to Australia. So, oh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that would be why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you look in River right now, there is only one available and that's it. So, cool mm-hmm. pedal. Uh, sounds really good, and it has two knobs uh, for to, co- to control the darkness and brightness of the pedal, basically bass and treble. So what what I like about this pedal is uh, there are not many false pedals that have like controls for brightness and, and, and darkness, and usually uh, you only have a single control for that. Uh, the, the the ones that are like based on the on the big muff uh, and stuff right. like that. Right. Right. So uh, when you combine this pedal with a treble boost, uh, you can you can compensate like the 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 loss of meats that you you're you're getting the scoop out of, from the fuzz. Ah, and uh, okay. so I think it gives you more control. That's what I am like liking a lot about this pedal, and also the the vibe that from Dogman Devices because uh, this guy. Uh, engraves his pedals by hand got it so that's the first one cool the, all right far out how about number two so the second pedal is the boost uh from electro junk yeah so this guy this this is his first pedal he started building last year and uh, i when i was starting to document myself about all this stuff i went to reddit and there was this post that he made, that he was announcing that he was releasing his first pedal. Yeah, and I saw the PCV, <laughs> and it was really cool because it has the shape of a ghost. Uh-huh. And, 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 and that was, that was, I think that's a very nice touch. Yeah, it is. So yeah. the, the, the emphasis on boost is that it's uh, two big O's and there's a little ghost on the front. Oh, boost. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just not we are all very slow here today. <laughs> Got it. 
Yeah, it's so simple. And I, I don't know why nobody has done that before. But ah. there you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, nice. so I love the simplicity. And this is pretty much a, a range master uh, with train selections for travel mid and full range. Got it's it. a oh. PNP Germanium travel. And since uh, it, it, you can use a, a, a power supply to power the pedal. And what it does, because usually in a... PNP circuit, you have to use a battery. But in this case, uh, he he included a pump, an internal pump that will reverse or do some magic, so you can use. You don't need to use. You, you don't need to use a battery there. Got it. Got it. That's cool, man. All right, number three. Number three, I'm going to go with something that is more like uh, more known, uh, and that's the Prince of Tone by Analog. Man, got it. And then, look, Mike is a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pretty much started all these thousands of years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, so he doesn't I was, listen to that. I <laughs> 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 just made him a million years old. So, I, I, I was going to say King of Town, but being realistic, uh, the list is the wait list is really long. So, Prince of Town. Uh, so, this pretty much is. The left side of the uh, King of Tone, mm-hmm. and uh, as you know, the King of Tone uh, has internal switches. So in this case, the Prince of Tone has it outside, so you don't need to open the the unit to to move things around. Mm-hmm. So the original configuration of the uh, King of Tone is on the left side uh, we have the boost, and on the right side we have the OD. Obviously, you can change that and move things around internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but since I already have a, a boost, then I can use the other half uh, of, of the analog man, uh, of the, I'm sorry, of the Prince of Tone to make uh, make it sound like a King of Tone without having the, king, the actual piece. There you go. There you go. Nice. Uh, now, when you use this, do you use really heavy drive on it or do you kind of keep it clean? No, keep it clean. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. I like it. Uh, how about number four? Okay, so number four is the Red Verb. And this is by uh, Durham Electronics. They are based in Austin, Texas. And obviously, that's that's the reason. Uh, it's boutique. It's, it's local. Uh-huh. And, and I really like... I, really, I always love the sound... Uh, of, of a good reverb and how how it makes things bigger feel special oh this is after red volkert okay got it he's that he's the telly master like yep. his, oh mm-hmm. my gosh yeah that guy's a, a wizard on the guitar i don't know how he plays his fingers are so big anyways go ahead please continue like sausages that's yeah. the piggy thing yeah plus the piggy thing yeah exactly so um and and I love the graphics. I mean, all all of them have so much personality. I mean, you 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 see them and you immediately have them imprinted in your brain. Yeah. So I, I, I like a shirt that looks like that. Yeah, and I think that's like part of what makes pedals special is how make you feel when you are interacting with them. There are these magical little artifacts that shape your signal and convert them into stuff that make other people feel something. Indeed. 
So is that red verb? Is a, it's a single knob reverb? So is it like uh, supposed to be a spring kind of thing? No, actually, it has three knobs. The other two are oh. on the upper part. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it has some sort of dirt, and in in in, it has a gain control. Yes, that's kind of like the like the old style slant, uh, slant ones that uh, you know, like ah, the, the wedge ones where they put the I controls see. on the back. Yep. Yeah, Rem reminiscent that. of those old pedals. Yeah, I could, cool. I dig it. Very nice. That that also might be um, you know if he's like, hey, I got a big foot and I don't want to step all over mm -hmm. stuff. You know, you can do that. Although there is a control way down there. Um, oh, so this is always on. This is always on exactly. I I just caught that. Did you did you already say that? No. Interesting. Yeah, there's it's it's an always on verb but you can control how much you want on it so it does have a output on it so i guess nice. if you have it all the way down is on, on well, for it, 20 on bucks you can add a switch yeah. to it yes you could on the bottom on, yeah on the side i bet it sounds yeah. fantastic um yeah because because it's got a piggy it, on it. It kind of has to if it's on all the time. <laughs> it has to. If it's got a piggy on it, it's yeah. going to sound good. Oh, the eyeballs light up. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I like that. Nice. Okay, sold. <laughs> I'm. See, it doesn't take much for me, you know? No, no apparently. No. So anyways, well, hey, man, thank you for sharing that. That's really cool. I'm glad you worked in a, a fellow Texan. And I think those are four new pedals those that we have all... not had on yeah. the on You haven't had, you haven't had so the Prince of Tone no, before? No, I don't think we have. We've had the King of Tone. We've had the King of Tone. I oh, don't okay. know, man. All right, we've well, got classy that? people. They only have the but king. We're also of talking yeah, well over a thousand pedals. You got some people got some money then. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's over a thousand pedals. Holy crap! Yeah, how many still. pedals are are there in the world? Todd? Oh lord, that that I cannot adequately answer. <sighs> how many jelly beans are in the jars? <sighs> so many. Somebody's yeah. got to count them, man. There's a yeah. job for you, Billy. <laughs> you know what would actually be <laughs> really fun to do for for the for our patrons. If we had a jar filled with picks that we showed, and we had to do a guess, and we and the closest one gets a, gets a, without a, going a, over a pedal or oh. something like that. Got to do. I have a jar of picks at home. You, I mean, a big a big jar of picks. Yeah, yeah he's mean. like, yeah, that's what I meant. From every guitar store he's visited. In the yeah, that past might be kind of fun. We, maybe we should do that. <laughs> hey, all right, uh, okay. listeners, tell us what you think about that. Let's talk about that. We'll put that up in the air. Because if nobody cares about it, then who cares? We're not going to do it, right? Or maybe that's exactly why we'll do it, because nobody cares. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get on to finding out more about Rolf and his very spicy pedals. Uh, as I mentioned before, I was scrolling around, and I found his pedal. It's called the Angry Serrano. And as it happened, I had just gotten back from eating uh, dinner with my daughter in Akron, and I found a new Serrano-based hot sauce. And I was like, what? How's this? So I immediately said, I want to talk to you. And so we had a great conversation. And what I, one of the things that I found very intriguing, first of all, anytime you can do something and put your own fingerprint, this is on. Our show is about, honestly, it's kind of based on collecting the fingerprints of all the gear out there, okay? And so here's a new one. Now, Rolf, would you please explain to everybody why these are called spicy pedals? Sure. So when I started building uh, my first pedal, uh, it was a kit. 
actually. And so I was like trying to figure out how to uh, make this thing work. And when I started like in the middle of the way, I was like, okay, now how is how this is going to, how, how am I going to name this pedal? And, uh, and I was in this struggle because um, the original circuit is an, an OD1. So I could just name it clone of OD1, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but building a pedal is something personal. Building a pedal is like, uh, you're, you're putting, you're putting yourself inside uh, any craft, and this is a craft. Uh, so okay, I, I was thinking about, well, what is, what is something that I share with this new land? Because I am new to Texas, so relatively new to Texas. So what is one of the things that I really love about Texas is, is that we share a lot of uh, culinary uh, uh, origins. So uh, the peppers are one of the things that 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 we share in both cultures, and uh, and 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 I was like, okay, this is something that we can we can we can integrate into this concept. Yeah, and that's that's how uh, the the first pedal actually the first name that came across was was angry jalapeno, but it was like that's like a little bit too obvious. Uh, yes, what else? What else can can I have here? So it turns out in, in IHOP, they recently created an, a new burger uh, that is called the Jalapeno Kick. Which but is what you expect at an international house of pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they, they, they also had serranos. And that was like interesting to me the first time that I tasted burger, which is actually really good. Uh, it's very spicy. And then I was like, okay, this is it. It has to be a serrano because it's the second the second option that we we have here is the not not so obvious, but also you understand what it is. It's not so strange, and anyone here around me can understand uh, where it comes from. Yes, yeah, it's it's a little it's just it's just different enough. Exactly, it doesn't have to be wildly different, just just a little bit, and that's that's the thing that I I was trying to 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 do do if I am doing the same I'm trying to do it the same but a little bit different yeah yeah i get it um well and i like uh i i I like the chiles as well and so um it was kind of fun to run into that and i I said okay is this is this a one-off the serrano and i was like no he's got a jalapeno screamer he's got a texas scorpion and and uh, it was just kind of fun i was like hey all right this is new and interesting another aspect of this um I, and which we'll get to in just a second uh, and, and by the way we're covering the most obvious things right now like the name of the pedal and and uh you know when, when i brought these out and showed the boys here they were looking at the the artwork on it rolf what is your occupation uh well i i am the creative technologist of a digital of a, of an advertising agency here in dallas so i have to deal a lot with technology. Right. Lots of computer stuff. A lot of computer stuff. A lot exactly. of computer stuff. Uh, say, uh, maybe even development, I would say, probably. Exactly. Precisely. Right. And so, when we're looking at these pedals, you might look at this and you say, this this kind of looks like, like old computer stuff. And the, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but the... Um, the uh, 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 oh, what's it called? The the letters when you put them all together. The, uh, 
you know, like ODR. Well, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm inundated with these QR things in my code? whole life. <laughs> it's not an abbreviation. It's a acronym. Acronym. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot the term acronym. I. <laughs> That's why I would like half wait of my language is acronyms uh, at work. Okay, hang on. Uh, uh, you, no, no, leave that. Would you rather like have an emoji? No. So and the <laughs> no, acronym is, a, is, is the yeah. uh, the ASCII. Uh, uh, that's yes. it. Now, yeah. uh, Rolf, am I, have I hit the nail on the head here? Exactly. That's ASCII art. Yes. And what does ASCII stand for? I have no idea. It is the first <laughs> I time that. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Tony, look that up. A-S-C-I-I. I think it's American Scientific. You've already computer. looking at it, you. No, I haven't. I yeah. will look it up right okay. now. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, it looks like sort of old computer. Co- you know, when you'd see like uh, early on when they were making like faces, or you seen right. like the Hello Kitty <clears> and stuff <throat> like that out of out of dashes and dots and stuff. That's what this is. So he worked in what I he. You're right here, Rolf. So <laughs> what I love that you did is you worked in two things that you're passionate into about the third thing that you're passionate. You like peppers, you like computer stuff, and you work that into your pedal. I think that's really cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah, so when I was like... Do you have a ghost pepper in the machine? Oh, sorry, uh, what? A ghost what? pepper in the machine? He's, it's I, a, I, well, I have a ghost pepper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have it here. Let me... So, yeah, yeah, Rolf, Ghost in the Machine is an old, uh, is an old police, the the band Police. They had a a front cover that was like messed up digital. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and those for those who are still furiously wondering out there what ASCII stands for, it is American Standard Code for Information Interchange. Yes. Wow, we are all smarter now. Okay. No, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. Your your no, your point, your joke. Great. It was a good joke. It was a good joke. It's delivered Billy. poorly. It's just <laughs> it was it was a good joke. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about what the 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 peppers that he has in the works soon. Um, how uh, how satisfying has that got to be that you were able to pull all those things together? It a lot. It's very satisfying. The first the first pedal you build that you build. Especially when you have never done something like this before, you you feel like you did something special. Even even that everybody can do that, it feels it it feels even if, if it's a simple overdrive, you listen uh, the textures in a different way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, and that's and that's the thing that made me. So the my my, my original. Uh, the original circuit that I was trying to build was um, a tube screamer, right. but uh, but I messed up the order, and then when it arrived, it was an Audi one. I was like, "What? What happened?" I was I I ordered something else, and I started to build it anyway, and uh, <laughs> and I realized how bad my hands, how, how how poorly trained my hands are, because I struggle a lot to do the first uh, resistors, the first the first pieces was really hard for me to to understand how to assemble them. But then everything at the end came together, and, and it was very satisfying. Well, the first thing you got to do is take off the oven mitts. It's very difficult to build pedals with oven mitts. 
Okay. Todd's With attempt what? of humor here. <laughs> explain. That was the longest explain. pause I've so ever joked ever. ever. That was, I'm glad that, everyone never, paused too. I've never laid that flat ever. Oh my God. I, I was catching on to things pretty quickly tonight until that. <laughs> that, was, that was stunning. Well, you win the award for that one, Ralph. Uh, woof. That was a that was a lot. That was a pause of death right there. <laughs> Huge pause, and then just okay. Yes, okay. Uh, all right, so we'll curb the jokes here. The stretch um, of death. It's just so hard. We like doing it. So was it hard because this is the first time that you'd ever like soldered stuff, or or, or, or like had, have you had experience doing that before? Uh, well, when when I was like in. High school, uh, one of my uncles uh, teach me how to solder uh, my cables, but I, I keep breaking them. So, so, so he was kind enough to to teach me. But that was like 25, 26 years ago. So I stopped doing that, and uh, and yeah, so it was like doing it again because honestly, I had no idea. So I had to to watch so many YouTube videos explaining stuff that. It looks so easy for the person that is doing the tutorial, and then when you try to do it, it's the other way around. It's so complicated at the beginning, but then you understand the mechanics, and then uh, you just uh, get some rhythm and, and keep keep going until you are done. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's kind of fun when you start doing that. You do make a lot of mistakes, and while you that do. can be frustrating, the coolest thing is that. It's not so complicated that you don't say, well, no, I can't do this because this is too hard. You say, oh, I just learned something. And that's really actually rewarding. Uh, and, and, and if you're, if you're like me, you got rewarded a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is fun. And you mentioned something about when you build something, you got a great deal of satisfaction out of. And as somebody who... Um, works in a lot of, I, I work in a creative capacity on a daily basis, much like yourself. We talked about this. We both work at advertising agencies. And the things we make are, are often not ever felt or touched. You know, we make things that go out into the digital realm, websites and logos and brands and apps and all kinds of stuff like that. And while yeah. that is rewarding, the creative mind it is another thing altogether to like screw the screws in and click the Turn thing it and, the and it time. lights up and it does something it is magical mm -hmm. yeah exactly and it was totally something different from what i was doing because i usually was we're, we're doing software and the software is intangible you cannot touch it uh you can debug you can uh you, you also get satisfaction when things work obviously but this is I mean, I'm 46 years old, so now learning something new that has totally nothing to do with what, what I do uh, on a daily basis, is it's it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's As you said, it's really, really rewarding when, make, when things start to work, and, uh, and it feels special. I, I think that's the most important thing uh, for me. It feels special. I like that. Now, I'm assuming, since you are very adept in the languages of the computer that you probably it was very easy for you to uh get get into the waters of 
of uh, prototyping, digitally prototyping these, you know, putting the boards together in different uh, programs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe that the most challenging part was understanding uh, the function or the purpose of each piece. And then uh, when you get that, when you get the basics, then everything starts to have like sense. And you you start to see patterns. You start to see, oh, okay, so uh, this is the structure of a basic overdrive. And every time you see an OPM and uh, and the diodes uh, in, in in different in uh, I forgot the word. Well, when you see the positions uh, uh, in in different circuits, you start to understand. Okay, so this this circuit is similar to this other circuit, and what they are doing different. Okay, they are doing different these other filters that are like. Like the yeah, they're filtering signals in different ways. Yes. So. Yeah, uh, and then when you start to see like a whole pile of resistors, that's like, ooh, what is this doing? I, for yeah. whatever reason, that one—that's the one that always gets me. When I just see a whole bunch of resistors in a row, I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe they just yeah. put them there to confuse you. They might. Maybe. That's a mess boogie trick. But that was that was one of, one of the first questions that I had. Like, well, how, how, why so many resistors in a chorus pedal? Why so many? <laughs> yeah. and, Can and we I get rid say, of some of these? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like like twice or thrice the amount of resistors that you find in a, in an overdrive. So why is that? And then you say, okay, so they are filtering signals that are gonna be like messing around if they get, you know, that there's there are some suggestions there, but slowly you start to realize that everything has a purpose in this yeah in this thing now tell us what was the uh the hardest thing i know that you said at the beginning it was kind of putting the things in the right place but what as a newer builder what else do you find uh did you find difficult as you started to move along critique <laughs> that's that's you have no idea so after my Third build, it was a clone of a clone. Yeah. Uh, I I show my coworkers what I was doing, and one of them was like, "Oh, can you build one for me?" And he was really kind, and he gifted me uh, an OCD. Oh, nice. So so I was like, "Yeah, sure, I, I I'm gonna build one for you," and I did that. I, I built a a clone for him, uh, and and I named that clone uh, the Habanero Copycat. Um, I like it. And a few days later, uh, after he tried it, I was like, oh, what, what do you think about the pedal? And he was, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so my whole world, my whole fragile world started to crumble. Anyway, and then I asked, but, but why? And he said, "Well, this pedal is supposed not to alter the uh, your tone, but I can I can hear compression on it." And and then my brain like scrambled around because I didn't have the knowledge to understand what he was trying to describe and what I was trying to say to him to to counter that argument. And and and, and I accepted the critique because obviously that was my third build. So I I I wasn't experienced and and I had to bite my tongue and and the only thing that I could do was go back and understand what uh, possibly could happen. And then, then that was when I understood, okay, well, if he, if he increased a lot of the output on the, on the pedal, maybe his, uh, his speaker was compressing the sound because obviously 
there is a limit on the amount of stuff that you can handle. Yeah. And maybe that's what what was his hearing. But there are some possibilities. I mean, then I understand there are several ways to interact with your pedals and your amplifiers, your pickups and all that stuff. And yeah. everything affects the, the even even the the weather can have a consequences on your germanium uh, diets. Yeah, that's what I usually blame things on. <laughs> uh, now, now, Rob, when he said your OCD Talk. covers or is uh, does shouldn't color color your sound and shouldn't compress it. OCD, or was he talking about the clone? It was about a clone. The clone. It was a kind of clone. Yeah. Oh, and and it, yeah. Okay, so no, clones are not transparent. The original ones aren't. A good copy should not be transparent. It's going to have a mid-range hump. It's going to it's going to have a dynamic kind of semi-compressed jump to it at all settings yeah otherwise it's just a boost yeah every single clon copy i've ever played through that was, that was anywhere near the original does does not transparent yeah but that's why that's why you want it, is that right it, and it the more you thing. drive you put on it the more compression it gets exactly yeah because and 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 as i found out like the the characteristics of the eq change depending on where the gains right are. but that's kind of like the magic part of it it's 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 something yeah 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 yeah. Okay. See, so it's not that you were like way off, man. It sounds like he you actually didn't. nailed it the he first just time. <laughs> may not have wanted a clone. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty pretty much, overdrive is compression, anyways. Mm -hmm. So if you if your your amp is clipping, you are compressing the sound somehow. Right. So so you threw the pedal at his head and walked away. Is that what happened? No. <laughs> no. I. I, I <laughs> I mean, I I really I really love him because he he teaches me a lot about the world of pedals. Probably I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for him, and uh, and he, he all the time showed me new stuff. Like uh, he he showed me the world of blues breakers and and all the different overdrives that exist uh, that I know that I, that's thanks to him. So again. Critique is always something that you need to understand how to assimilate and yeah. use it in your favor to to be better. Yeah. Well, and, and the best thing, too, is doing any work or building any product, you cannot make everybody happy. You just do what you do, try to be the best you can, and then, yeah. Some yes, people just and, aren't going to work for you. And the second thing that I understood is that all everything about pedals in general has a lot of mystique around it has a lot of superstition, if you will. So you have to play with that as well. I mean, if, if, if Josh Scott says something, people are going to repeat that with faith. Yes. And mm -hmm. it can be true in some sense or it can, can mean different things. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, uh, yeah, it's an, it's an opinion and you need to understand uh, that not everybody is going to, to like your stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now, and and the 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 Creole term for that is hoodoo. 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 Yes. Huh. Yeah. It's it's like the uh -huh. uh, sort of the 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 magical mystery slash uh, sorcery slash uh, superstition, and and that's like if you know if somebody's got a lot of hoodoo, it's like uh, well they got something going on, you know, like hmm. the clan. Theoretically, the, has hoodoo. Hoodoo. Is that the opposite of? Uh, is that right. the opposite of mojo? It's it's not the uh, well mojo is is uh, hoodoo is usually associated with something that is like not necessarily like 
uh, friendly. Mojo tends to be a little bit more friendly. Now, okay. if anybody down in Louisiana wants to throw a rock at me, yeah, that's, please, I'm betting. Just, don't just throw a rock. Just let me know. I think we need to talk to the guru of hoodoo. Yeah. Yeah, the Hoodoo Gurus. That's, good there. that's a band. See, I'm not making I this up. I bet you that's taken. Uh, well, for sure is taken. It yeah. is a band. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well done, Rob. Uh, ding, ding, ding. He wins a prize. Uh, anyways, useless information. I got it. Uh, now, Rolf, you have, so let's, let's talk. You have the, the Texas Scorpion, which is a boost, right? Yes, Okay. It's a, it's a transparent, very loud boost. Yes, I agree with both of those things. Um, and then you have the Jalapeno Screamer. Actually, we have both of these in front of us right now. Uh, you made the Jalapeno Screamer. Yes, and, and that was my rendition to the TS-808. Uh, yep, yep. Which I love that sound, so I really wanted to have one of those, and then I keep doing that. Did you do anything different with that in particular? Uh, well, yes, I did a few replacements here and there, not something very significant, mostly because uh, there there are parts that are not available anymore. There are some values that are not easy to find, so you have to improvise mm-hmm. with the circuit. Uh, but I try to I try to stay faithful to the to the original circuit as much as possible. Okay, and uh, let's see, we're. Uh... You also, you, we talked about the habanero. Yeah, the habanero copycat is pretty much the, it's, it's a clone centaur. It's a clone of a clone. And uh, and, I, and I have a few of those. Uh, some friends got bought, bought some from me. Uh, I still have three available uh, if anyone in the store goes. That one has a definitely. fantastic, that one has a great graphic on it. You got it. You got it. This is the uh, the habanero copycat. It's got <laughs> it's literally copying cool. in computer drawing the uh, the uh, the horsey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the the coro poblano. Now, what does co- yeah. what does coro mean in Spanish? Chorus. Chorus. Chorus poblano. Yeah, it's there a chorus. Coro poblano. There we go. And uh, and then you have uh, the one that caught my attention first, which was the bad serranos. The bat serranos is a is a bad monkey. Oh, okay. That's the the ergo the the bad the bad part. Very cool. Um, now there's a lot of peppers out there, and which which means that you have a lot of opportunity. Really, that's what it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, are you working on anything currently that uh, might be new sometime soon? Yes, I am doing a variation the Texas Scorpion because right right now this is a transparent boost and it's really it's really loud. But I am doing another version that is based on the uh, Cesar Diaz Texas Ranger, which is pretty much a Dallas Range Master, but yes. uh, with a with a NPN uh, transistor instead of a PNP. Ah. Uh, so I'm I am trying to respond as much as possible the, the original circuit from Cesar. Probably I need to do variations. And also one thing uh, that I am trying to do right now is to have consistency. And with germanium transistors, you cannot have consistency no, because everything everything changes the sound or the characteristics of the, 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 the how they work. Even the temp- temperature, 
the same the same transistor different uh, batches can have different properties. So right now I am sticking to silicon, uh, but then at some point I will obviously do uh, a batch with germanium. Nice. Yeah, those are tricky. So if you can nail, if you can get your sound down and get all the building mechanics and all that stuff, then then you can start working in that that other variable, the unknown or the unreliable variable variable, and uh, have a better understanding of what what it's doing to your circuit, right? Yeah, and and, and, and especially, well, every every person that I've seen that they are building at travel or something like that, they, they are using germanium just because everybody tell them they didn't need to use germanium. And I really wanted to use germanium until it made sense to me, until uh -huh. I felt that, okay, okay, I understand exactly how it sounds uh, with silicon, with, with modern components. And now I need to understand how it feels, more than sounds, how it feels to do it vintage. Which is pretty much the the attractive of doing anything with germanium attach attach the label vintage to it. Dig it, dig it. Um, well, if there, let me ask you this. Uh, this is something I, I do like to ask of people that are especially in the 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 earlier stages of their building career, which um, you know you've already got several pedals under your belt and um, and they're cool. So. Thank you. For those that might be thinking, hey, I, I might want to do this myself. I've been thinking about it. I just heard, I heard, heard Rolf's story, and um, I'm kind of inspired. I, I, I feel like maybe this is something I could do. What's some words of advice that you might have to a new builder? Be stubborn. Be stubborn. Honestly, that's, that, that's the most important thing at the very beginning because you're going to get frustrated a lot. Because you you will understand every time that you progress and do a next a, a new step uh, that you don't know nothing you know nothing about anything and you need to be open to learn and to learn from anyone from everybody and the good thing about this era is that you have all the information available to you you have YouTube you have Reddit you have a lot of people that are willing to to teach you if you ask nicely. Uh, there's a lot of information available there. There are a lot of people that share the, their knowledge. I mean, the, I don't know what we have done if, if it wasn't for uh, the the first videos that I saw from uh, Josh Scott from JHS. I mean, the guy, uh, the guy made me realize uh, how exquisite is the, is, is, is the, uh, how can I tell you? How exquisite can you be uh, in, with the selection of your tone and how impossible it is to replicate it on another person? Uh, because yeah. there are so many things, there are many variables. I mean, it's the guitar, it's the room, it's the, it's the pedal board, the strings, it's the it's amplifier, your fingers, it's the string, the... and your fingers. Yeah. And your state of mind. Yes. Indeed. Well, that is good advice. Uh, be stubborn in your in your pursuit, which means don't give up, and also don't you know stay true to to the reason that you're doing it and um, to your vision of what you're trying to build. And make it personal. That's it. Don't don't try to do it for others. Try to do it for yourself. Right. 
and don't call it spicy petals if you do yeah, yeah. come up with it. <laughs> My, my lawyer is going to call you. It could be really spicy petals. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've got a nerdy question for him. Perfect. I do this with somebody else. What's your um, uh, either most used or favorite tool for building or designing petals? Uh, my favorite tool? Yeah, like That's... do you have a special wire cutter you use or, or your scope is your favorite thing or, you know... Mm, I think my, yeah, I, I got a new wire cutter from Amazon, 15 bucks, super cheap. And it's really, it saves me, it's saving me a lot of time because one of those that it's going, it's, it peels and also pulls away the, the plastic. I don't even know the brand because mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the cheapest one, but it's, 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 as, uh, it saves a lot of time. Yeah. You're talking about like one of the spring load ones where you set it to a particular length and it just rips it off and. Yeah. Yep. I think I got the same one, and you do it, and you're like, oh, oh hey. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. so much easier. <laughs> yep. Yeah I, yeah. I think it's the only part of building process that I find tedious, like cutting wires and 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 trying to to keep them at the same length and all that stuff. And yeah. and this tool makes it everything so, so easy. Well, I was doing it with my teeth before, so that was a big improvement. <laughs> there are, I don't, I don't know if it's um stomp effects so somebody out there actually sells the wire pre-cut now mm. so if you ever mm. yeah because I, I i agree that is a if you're doing one-offs that's a horribly painstaking process to deal with yeah and people don't realize how many how many cables you have to use because mm -hmm. even if it's a one no pedal you have a lot of cables inside mm -hmm. absolutely cool awesome uh, I think Billy had a, uh, something quick for you here as we're uh, rounding third and heading home. So are you going to do a fuzz? Are you oh, going to yeah. do a fuzz? Or do you have a yeah. plans for a fuzz? Like a fuzzy pepper? Ooh. What so, would that be? So it's going to be the uh, big anancho uh, muff. The, the what again? The big, <laughs> big anancho muff. I think it's um, no. Hold on a second. The ancho pepper. I have the design. Yeah. 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 Ancho is a nice. pepper. Yeah. It's yeah. a right, it's right. a it's a very classical pepper yeah. from Mexico. Yeah. Ancho um, chili is fantastic. Yeah. That's what you gotta. Yeah. yeah you, I use that right. in soup all the time. Texas, and it's Texas yeah. Chili is it's always fat. ancho chili. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I like it. Well, you please make like sure that you keep us posted on new petals that you're building. Okay. Of course. Uh, and for all of those out there who are interested in this, I one thing I will also say, and we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, so I think it's worth bringing up, uh, Rolf, is that um, you were talking about how you just want people to play them. Yes. Yeah. So, But aside from like, yeah, of course, I built it. I want somebody to play it. The way that you were talking about it was you, you're – I don't want to put words in your mouth. So, like, if if you can recall the conversation, um, you these are very approachable and very affordable pedals. Yes, they are. So, one of the one of the things that was clear to me when I started to sell them because uh, the reason I started to sell them is because I wanted to keep doing more. Uh, that's that's that was like my first motivation. I I, I have a lot now. What, what do I do? Well, I can sell them so I can keep building them. Uh, but the second thing is okay. So I want to 
uh, have some sort of connection uh, and, and integration with the with the local culture. And obviously, Texas, Tex-Mex, uh, we have a lot. We have a lot in common. We have a lot of history uh, together. And uh, and and I and I really want. I mean, the Dallas Range Master wasn't even done in Dallas, not even in Texas, not even in the US, <laughs> it was done in the UK. <laughs> yeah. And Cesar Diaz, uh, which I admire a lot, uh, the same, he, he did the Texas Ranger, but he was in California. So I wanted to contribute to the local uh, community, to the local uh, building culture. So this is like a, this is like a, my, the best I can do right now uh, to, to contribute. I like it. I like it. Well, that brings me to the point of you need to get over to his website and get some of these pedals. They're they're very affordable, um, and they're you you just heard who they're from. So now you have an automatic connection to the builder, which I think is really cool. Uh, Rolf, at this point in time, we are all going to jump in the back of the orange El Camino outside and uh, head on down. We're gonna we're gonna go, throw go, 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 our go, go, empty go, go, cans at, at Jared's house. Because oh yes! Where but, are we going? Oh, this is a special trip, because once we pick up Jared, who's also going to be in the back, we're going to go on front. a little trip <laughs> <laughs> and the hood. <laughs> Poor Jared, even when he's not here. <laughs> because at this point uh. of the show, it's a little game we like to play called. Uh, would you rather? All right, sleepy, silky, time. sleepy time, sleepy time version. Billy's Billy just got stanky face from that. <laughs> Billy, you want to give it a shot? Give it a shot, Billy. Come on, do it. Yeah, you can Come do on, better. Step up. You, Come on. See, first time you've been back in ages. Do it. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> yeah, do what? it. What? What? You've been taking singing lessons. Give us a would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah. Did you get your singing lessons on Fiverr? What's what? Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was big. It was big. You you had the delivery that we were yearning for from this guy. Aww. Put the knife down, Billy. Okay. <laughs> Tony, go ahead. Oh, little old lady <laughs> Rob just just did the old just turn the phone well, on. Well, I got That's it muted, but you know exactly. when I push the, the YouTube button and, and, and it comes on, and I don't know what I'm doing. I pulled a Billy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, this week's would you rather? We're driving the El Camino, and we're walking down the street in Clarksdale, Mississippi, near the intersection of Highway 49 and Highway 61. People oh. in the know will know. Okay. You stumble into a mystical guitar shop called Pay the Piper Guitars. Is that where Robert Johnson sold his soul? It might have been. Okay. You must be in the, the crossroads. Know. At the crossroads. All of a sudden, Slash appears at the door. After 30 years of, 30 years of working with Marshall, Slash has announced a new signature amp in the works with Magnetone. Because of this, he decides to part ways with his legendary number 39 Appetite for Destruction amp, a modified 100-watt Marshall Super Oh, my gosh. The location of the, this little side note, the location of the amp is unknown, but for the sake of would you rather Slash still owns it. Yeah. That'll end up in the, in the Smithsonian for yeah, sure. For maybe, sure. Maybe. 
An amp isn't very useful without a guitar, so Slash also decides to throw in the Appetite for Destruction Les Paul. It's a 1959 Les Paul replica built by luthier Chris Derrick. And Slash, he's also thrown in a well-used top hat. Oh, boy. Okay. Surprisingly, another Magnetone user, Billy Gibbons, happens to be in the store, and he hears Slash talking about getting rid of that rig, and he's inspired. Not to be outdone, I imagine. Not to be outdone. So he sees this, Slash, doing this, and he decides to offer his rig up. This time, it's the amp is his limited edition 45-watt Magnetone Super 59 M80 in silver crocodile finish. Ooh. The guitar, of course. <laughs> it's the famous Pearly Gates 1959 Gibson Les Paul Standard. You know, the real one. Yeah. And not to be outdone, Billy removes his African noodoo beanie and throws it in with the package. Wow. Wow. Yes, under which is another African nudie beanie. <laughs> exactly. Yes. In case the first one breaks. Yes. Wow. Little Hellcat buzzed <laughs> right by. Street racing right over there. <laughs> yeah. I think he's at the crossroads. Yeah. Being at the right place at the right time, you get to purchase only one of the rigs for whatever gold you have in your pocket and possibly your soul. And pay the piper gets the other rig. Okay. Would you rather have... The slash appetite for uh, the slash appetite Marshall Les Paul and Top Hat or Billy's limited magnetone amp original Pearly Gates Les Paul and the Nudu Beanie. And Ooh, that's a tough one. I forgot to mention this is from our good friend and executive producer Trevor Ellenberg. Thank you, Trevor. That's a great one. All right, Tony, we're going to start with you. We'll go around the horn and then check in with Rolf. Well, while both packages would be very cool, I mean, I've got to go with the Billy Gibbons. Both of those should be in the Smithsonian. They I mean, should be. For real. They should be. But Although I mean, although everybody throw rocks, I mean, because, you know, instruments and stuff is supposed to be played. But, you know, those are special things. Rocksfortodd.com. Rocksfortodd.com. Um, <laughs> I've got to go with the, with the Billy package because of the, because of the beanie. <laughs> yeah, because <of> <laughs> no, because I mean, come on, the the fifty nine pearly I, gates. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, and and by the way, these you can't resell any of this. No, no, no. That uh, that is a stipulation. That's exactly. What that's a stipulation like, in the contract. I was looking up current values. Yes. Here. Yeah. The only reason they're selling it is is for is for actual use, personal use. So you will now be the second and last owner until you go away from Earth. Okay. Yes. I think that's how it was phrased. So, yes. Let that color your sound. So that is my choice. All right. Billy? You know, I'm going to go with the top hat just because you can pull anything out of a top hat. (laughs) (laughs) I like that answer. That's. I can have it all. That is very Billy of you. Yes. So you go with the with the with Slash's rig. Over no, I go with Billy Gibbons. Yeah, I go with Billy Gibbons. You go with Billy Gibbons' rig. Okay. But definitely Slash's hat. Okay. I would, it's one. He, it's I would one. Or you. The maybe other. you guys. Maybe I would you can trade, trade you. you. You're guys. the devil. I'll trade you. Yes. I'll trade uh, your hat. Rob, how about yourself? Reveal me. <laughs> um, Billy Gibbons. 
since I can't sell them. If, if, if I could sell them, I would have went with Slash's ring. Really? Yeah. No way you get way more for the Billy one. Well, the, for the guitar. 59 Pearly Gates? Well, right. You'd think for the guitar, but just the, I don't think because of what it is, Slash, but who it belonged to. Yeah, sure, and, sure. And, and the fact that you also have the amp. I think yeah. I think his guitar and his that amp would outweigh mm. because Billy's rig, the amp would be just face value because you can go buy one tomorrow. You, uh, but no, well, but yeah. this was wasn't that his, his, his it's his limited edition, one. limited, yeah, it's but, his limit. But I mean, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you got enough, yeah, chance yeah, in your okay. pocket right. to do get Magnetone to make you one, okay. You know? right. but, um, but since I can't sell point. it, it's the Billy's, all right, oh, okay. all right, three Billy's hmm. in the lead to no slashes. So, Rolf, uh, Rolf what are you doing? Well, um, so Guns N' Roses was like huge part of my mm -hmm. teenage life and uh, mm -hmm. it has a lot of meaning to me that being said sound wise um i i think billy and also he's 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 from texas so yeah. i'll go yeah. with billy as well yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you're kind yeah. of you're kind of obliged to do that aren't you a little bit with the whole texas thing yeah yeah i understand that yeah uh, you don't want people at your door throwing rocks at you. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. No fun is it, Todd? Yeah. Uh, what well, about you, Mister California? I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking slash. I'm taking slash <laughs> because hey. look, it's uh, an LA band. I, I I I appreciate Billy and his contribution. Um, I like the idea that it is a totally rare guitar. Sound wise, I I, I am not even remotely in in the same part of the nation as far as like what i'm interested in there hmm. and because it hmm. is the pair that that created like one of the greatest albums of all time the guitar and the amp together and the top hat and top hat and the top single <laughs> owner yeah i gotta do that I, yeah. absolutely and i want i'd love right. to play that that'd be amazing i've dressed up as slash like multiple times for halloween yeah i believe that you yeah you'd make a decent slash kind of yeah, yeah. I guess so the top hats get you places yeah <laughs> top hat gets you places so Trevor that was a really fun one thank you so much for sending that in if you have a would you rather that you were inspired by like this one we would love to get that from you send it in and we'll use it and we'll say your name and blow you kisses right yes. Billy blow him some kisses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, we need to thank a few people. That's right, Todd. And because... then we're going to say adios to our good friend, Rolf. That is correct. So at this point of the show, Todd, there's a special group of people we love to thank. These are our... Sponsors. Executive producers. Those two. Didn't you practice this? <laughs> you caught me off guard. I know. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. Our executive producers make this show possible. How do you become one? Head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor. Become a patron. Become a benefactor. Become a hero of the podcast. <laughs> Each level comes with some very, very, very nice thank you gifts and opportunities to win some really nice things. Indeed. We've already this month given away two great pedals. We got another one coming up. Holy moly. Yeah, and more stuff. And there's more stuff. stuff. But yeah. as an executive producer, there's one thing more. Jared, what would that be? You get to have our name right on the thing. 
<laughs> that sounded like constipated, Jerry. That's from the pizza. <laughs> oh, the pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, and you That's know street corn, Jared. By the way, he he did finish off the the uh, even though I, I he, bet he didn't even make it to the car. He, he kicked the jalapenos off, but yeah. he he did flicked him angrily. I, I know him. Stupid jalapenos! You know my pizza. <laughs> so special <laughs> thanks to these executive producers. Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, James White, Motander Guitars, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterley, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pappas, Tre- David Tyndall, Trevor Ellenberg, who oh. gave us a really nice... Hi-oh. And last, but certainly not least, Christopher Logan. Right on. Love it. Oh, Todd. Yes. You know, Tony. there's another group of executive producers. Do tell. There are Grand Poobas. Now, this, they are the special, special, special ones, you know. Yes. And they get to wear a, a fez upon their head whilst listening to the podcast. And at the same time. Well, Lewis Hamilton is just <laughs> killing it tonight. <laughs> and the world speed record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robinson, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe. Billy Spitfire oh, Unlimited. Billy. Billy, don't be a hero. Well, I guess you are a hero if you're if you're he a is, grand technically, yes. Yeah, technically. We'll put that after put that on your resume. Hero, hero with a fuzz. <laughs> Congregation gear demos. Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, Matt Hart, Enrico Fernando, and Moon Guitars. Right on, right on, right on. Thank you all so very much. You truly keep us, uh, keep the ship going. And you know what? I just thought of another giveaway that I want to do. What? Well, it, I'm going to, I'll be sharing it out. I'll be sharing it. Actually, well, I'll just say it. Say it. And we'll do it. We'll do a post on it. Say it. So one of my favorite things, we're coming up to the holidays. One of my favorite things that I listen to at the, at the holidays. Jingle Bells? Joel Patterson. Oh. Uh, the great uh, Joel yes. Patterson. Fantastic guitar player. And Billy's like, wait, Joe, do I know Joel Patterson? You should. You've seen him. You've seen him. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. I, I saw him here. You did? Yeah. Where was he here? Uh, he should we talk at, like this more? played at the Athenaeum. With um, with another guy. So, anyways, he's been here. That's great. <laughs> but what the what? Most importantly, he has uh one of my favorite Christmas, Christmas albums. albums. It's all instrumental guitar and is fantastic. And it's sort of uh, 
What would you call it? Fifties, like uh, you know, kind of uh, Chet Atkinsy, a little yeah. bit of lounge right. jazz. Jazzy. It's it is fantastic. You know what? The only thing better than that album is the new one. Oh, no. he's no got one. a new one, and it's got way more tracks on it, and it comes, I believe, in transparent red. And I'm gonna give one of those away, doggone it, because I just got mine today, and I was happy, happy, happy. Are you a Santa Claus? I feel like one. So be looking for that too, ladies and gentlemen. Holy cow, those are some. One great more things. reason to become a supporter of our show. Yes, because we for those things we give until it hurts. Yes. Well, it doesn't ever hurt. Anyway, we need, so <laughs> hey, about the more the merrier. Yes. Wow, that's it's cool, called man. the more the merrier. Thank you, Billy. That's that was so a great cool. setup. Um, so I'll do a post on that and, uh, we'll get that rolling as well. Nice. Now, Rolf, where can people go to buy your pedals? They can go to my website at spicypedals.com and they can find me pretty much in every single uh, social media as Spicy Pedals. Excellent. Spicypedals.com. Go get your, uh, special Rolf built pedal. Uh, Tony, where can people find you? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things I have available. But I like to make custom things. You do. And I will make your guitar even more yours. Yes. PickGuardian.com. There you go. Billy? <laughs> Billy Spitfire Unlimited. All right. <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, also, go listen to Mathematics. Mathematics. Great, great band that Billy's in. You got it. And uh, let's see here, Rob. Mad Cow Amplification on Instagram, Facebook. I'm not going to say it this time. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, if you want to be entertained by, believe it or not, you can be entertained by looking at the guts of amps because Rob always has something <laughs> spicy to say about the things Snarky. he's working on. Snarky. Yeah, well, we're going with the theme here, Tony. Oh, I don't spicy. know if you've been listening to the show. Who's the guest? Uh, Rolf. <laughs> yes. So, um, What's his company? You can send me a, d a DM at Instagram. At Guitar Knobs. And yeah. we would love to hear what, what your thoughts are, what you're doing, what you think of the show. Send us your would you rathers. Yes. Reach out and and, uh, and talk to us. Reach out and love touch to somebody's you. hand. And uh, go listen to the Villantinos yep. on Spotify and wherever you can download music. Or, and you can go over to Bandcamp and actually buy it if you want. Okay. Uh, for very little. And uh, and then also, if you happen to have an HX stomp, get protect your knobs, man. Absolutely. Go over to Flint Effects and get a stomper for your stomp. And I think that's about it. I've, I've said all the things. Rolf, thank you so much for being on our show. We really enjoyed talking with yeah. you. Oh, thank you very much for the invitation. I'm really, I'm really, 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 really lucky that you guys found me, and I'm very happy. Awesome. Very honored. Awesome. Well, we'll be in touch, and you'll uh, we'll, we'll let everybody know when you got something new uh, coming out, okay? All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe! Yeah. What is that? Is that you, Rolf? Uh, that's probably me, yeah. What, what are you doing there? Are you building an accordion um, or something? Or? No, no, I just type in my keyboard. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> now, I've always had beef. Tanya Bolonsky, a.k.a. Tony Baloney, also known as Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. <laughs> hey, what's going on? The number, he's, he's the biggest number two you've ever seen. And, <laughs> um, after, the, after the Spaniards uh, conquered Mexico, they brought a lot of animals, and goats were a plague, actually. 
and uh, and the farmers they, they didn't know what to do with them so they started to eat them but the smell was really really strong so they they created these uh underground uh uh containers uh, where they will cook the, all the meat underground they will bury it and then leave it over the night and then the next day they pick it up and, and the meat was done it was ready so that's that's the barbacoa yeah oh that's good to know interesting yes they said uh this this tastes good but it smells bad <laughs> Anyways, so yeah bad. it's very strong <laughs> nice yeah honestly we were trying as much hamburgers as we could because mm-hmm. yeah we, we were doing a comparison between texan <laughs> texan uh, uh, meat and, and californian meat yeah and actually we found a, a difference it was weird to be able to notice that <laughs> this is weird cows <laughs> we yeah. put we pour, put growth hormones in all of our beef yeah they're all raised on <laughs> tofu <laughs> yes <laughs> hey rolf you don't have to go on mute every single time if you, you just want to leave it on that's fine man okay yeah, it might be easier because I think we're getting a little bit of a lag every time you're doing that. So um, just go ahead and leave it on. You're fine. Unless right. unless you're watching TV in the background or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating potato chips yeah. while we talk. <laughs> like, oh, yes. Don't crinkle up that. I've got a bowl of yeah. Captain Crunch. And what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do things like this. Leave me alone. I'm starving. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me clap us back in here. Uh, audio signal. So we edit all of this down so we sound amazing. Mostly so Tony doesn't ruin it. And <laughs> uh, anyways, so fast. On this week's burger podcast. I man, I tell you. Um, Burgers of the wild, wild west. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just out of curiosity, what did you have for breakfast today? For breakfast? Yeah. Tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. So. Oh, nice. Tacos. Now, uh, what is your go-to taco of choice? Uh, pastor. Aha. What is your side of choice? My side of choice? More tacos, I suppose. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Uh, Rolf, you see what I'm dealing with here? And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time